Hey, it's Jimmy and Chandler. And I'm Stephen Wall. So if you enjoy my antics on Kind of Movie Critics, then boy, do I have some great news. Chandler and I have a podcast called Act 3. We give the latest in film news, and we talk about movies, TV, pop culture. We break our topics down into three acts every week. Just like a movie. That's right, Chandler. It's somewhat informative and occasionally funny. <laughs> That's pretty high praise. Um, I was talking about myself. Oh, of course. You can find us on act3podcast.com and wherever fine podcasts are available. Enjoy the show. Please be advised, the Kind of Movie Critics podcast may contain spoilers. This includes most of the movies you're going to want to see. This shit also contains profanity, so there's that. Enjoy. Yo, yo, this is Treasy. It's Martin and Mel, man. And I'm Young Leezy. And uh, for some reason, this nigga Martin always got the worst delay. He got the COVID <laughs> delay every episode. Like, he don't know he come next with the intro. But um, Like, so we, we haven't been doing this for, what, three years now? Yeah, <laughs> man. Um. We got kind of a special episode here, man. This is uh this is the brainchild of Martin the Mel, man, and I think it's a really good idea. Um uh, on our on our quarantine Q episode, I made a statement that I really personally feel like FX if HBO is top tier for content providers and streaming, I really feel like FX is like a very close second. That's my opinion. Uh do do any of you guys uh, Lizzy Martin, do any of y'all like uh, mirror that opinion by any chance, or would you put it as your second favorite streaming service? I think FX is on a run for sure, um, mm-hmm. especially these last couple of years. Seems like they have like one of the best shows, if not the best show, like every year or every season or something like that. So, and they definitely have shows that keep you coming back, and they get multiple seasons, and w- whereas some HBO stuff gets canceled way before its time. Mm. So I mean I really respect what FX is doing. Okay. What's your, what's your viewpoint on it, Lizzie? On FX? Um, I watch FX a lot. I'm I'm sitting here thinking about how many shows on FX I actually consume. Oh man. And it's okay. it's a relatively good number. And I I also have like gone back and rediscovered things that maybe have ended already right. that I wasn't watching in real time. So we shall see today. Like if. You know, if I could be swayed one way or the other. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and you know, keep in mind, man, for me personally, HBO is the number one for me. Um, uh, do y'all mirror that? Is HBO y'all's number one uh, streaming service? I mean, that kind of takes the fun out of the battle if you're just going to say HBO is number one. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> I want to be clear, though. I want to. I want y'all to be clear. There's some haymakers on FX. So for me, it ain't even like, uh, I mean, obviously, it's hard to determine who's a winner or not, right? Because it's, it's everything yeah. is subjective. But, uh, but I, my goal after this is for you to for people to get more onto FX because there really are some like really fucking good shows. So, um, I'm not conceding by by no point, no no stretch of the imagination, my brother. I'm going I'm going neck and neck with you. This is Tyson and Buster Douglas, okay? That's what this is right here, bro. I'm letting you know. So, um, so yeah, man. So we doing a versus HBO versus uh FX. Twenty shows. Leezy's uh Leezy's daggone uh Michael Buffer. <laughs> <laughs> and she gonna take us into this fight. Shout out to the boxing reference, cause you know how I do. Hey. Yeah, man. Let's go, dog. You ready, Martin? You got your lip. I'm t- I'm two yeah. pages deep, cuz. Two pages oh, okay. deep, cuz. Where you at? You hear the paper <laughs> shuffling in the mic? Nah, Where you at? 
All right, so uh, starting round number one, I'm gonna just drop this on you right quick. This is a uh, uh, one of my favorite shows right now. It's it's definitely important viewing, and HBO has found a way to make like boardrooms and hostile takeovers like interesting and engaging. And we actually did an episode on this show. Oh yeah, drop Succession for round one HBO. Ooh, Succession! You know that's a weak spot. That's one of my favorite shows right now. But you know what? I was prepared for this, Martin. You know, HBO HBO got a lot of shows, and a lot of them really started coming back to me when I was doing my homeworks, right? I was doing my homeworks, and I was like, HBO got it. (laughs) But I got an answer for that, bro. So Succession is about family and uh, turmoil within it. FX has a show called Trust, okay? Are y'all familiar with Trust? Yeah, you got to get out of here. Huh? What you're gonna huh? put trust up against succession? <laughs> yo, <laughs> but here's but, too. <laughs> but yo here but here's why. So it's it's starting yeah. it's starring uh Donald Sutherland and it's about the uh, uh you know the J Paul Getty is it was that his name? You remember the yeah, movie that they did? Name. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, the the movie that they did with uh that had uh they ended up doing reshoots and putting uh Christopher Plummer in it. About the kid who gets mm-hmm. kidnapped and but you know, the rich the rich grandfather that doesn't pay a penny to get him back. So they have a show about that whole thing. I think it's called um All the Money in the World. That the, yeah. the movie I think it's called. Um uh, they have a show for that. It's the exact same premise, but a television show, and it's called Trust. So and you know, my argument is is that it deals with family turmoil, you know business decisions and things of that nature, right? Yeah, Talking about a rich situations. grandfather, huh? Yeah. Hostage situations. Hostage situations, you see what I'm saying? Just like uh not Kendall, um the other one. Yeah, um the 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 Culkin, the Culkin kid. Yeah, the Culkin kid. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So 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 that's my that's my uh that's my right cross right there. Trust. Uh, what you got, Lazy? It's a succession. Who am I saying is winning? Give me a yeah. second. I've never seen Trust, so we're going to leave it to the people, and I'm going to check there. I'm going right. to tell you now, the trailer's slap, dog. If you look at the trailer, you might go with Trust. I mean, Succession hard to beat. Succession is like top-shelf television. So, I mean, you know, that's like Hove giving you a 16. Well, the people say, and just by one part point, that Succession should win. Oh, I'll take that. If I, if I, you know, I got to lose the Hove, I got to lose the Hove, dog. Hey, well, yeah. Okay. I got the popcorn when I'm making this an event. <laughs> All right, so that's off the- Give me some more pretzels. <laughs> that's off my list. All right, hit me with, the, hit me with your number right. two. Okay, for uh, number two, I'm going to go with a show, a classic show, a show that um, empowered and got it, crept into the minds of a generation of women, especially in cities. I'm going to just go with uh, the- the amazing Sarah Jessica Parker in um, the classic show that paved the way for all these other shows like Girls, like You're the Worst, like all these other shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sex in the City, classic. Okay. Good. All right. I anticipated that and I he have my counter. coming out the gate strong. Like, come on, Treasy. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I mean, but you know, that that's a good little strategy, man. We gonna, he going to wear himself out quickly. That's all that is. He's going to wear himself out quick. Rope a dope, baby. You know what time it is. Young Ali in his jump. All right. So because I was prepared for that, I have a response for that. 
Um, <laughs> now my response is it's a little uh, it's a little unconventional. You know that uh, there's not really anything in FX's catalog that really tears well with Sex in the City. I've got to say, you know, HBO does beat with a little bit more diversity, but I'm going to throw out an ensemble comedy, you know, uh, that's, uh, it's not built around women and sex in the city, but it's built around sports, you know, so it has its own central theme and it's a little show called the league, the league on FX again, ensemble cast. Don't ask. I haven't watched it. So don't, so don't get me the line about who's in it, but, um, it looks Paul like a slap in it. Nick Kroll. Um, yeah, Nick Kroll for sure. Steve Renazizi. Okay, look at you. Oh, so you oh, you familiar with my pickings then? Yeah, I know the league. I, I wouldn't have chosen for that. I would have chose Man Seeking Women, actually. But I'm sure none of you ever watched that. Man Seeking Women? That's on FX? Yeah. Oh, you put me on, fam. I ain't even I ain't even see that in 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 the roster. But that's sort of a I guess romantic comedy that's very okay. surreal. Gotcha. In New York right. City, but it's pretty good. All right. So I also haven't seen the league, so I, I left it to the people. And um, the people say that the league is a better show. Than Come Sex on, dog. Come on, dog. Follow me to the promised land. Follow. I'm telling you, bro. It's Buster Douglas, bro. I'm telling you, bro. <laughs> Are Let's you like the better critic? Huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's what I'm looking at. <laughs> yeah. Oh, interesting. I didn't even think about doing that. Okay, so so Lizzie's I mean, garnishing. but look, if when I do know both shows, I promise you, then I the I'll I'll be yeah. I'll decide mm-hmm. of my own volition. But I'm trying I to be that, fair here. That's a good system. We're going to the people. I ain't even checked that. So that yeah, that's what's up. Yeah. Man, there it is. That's number two. What's your number three, Martin? Hit me hard. Okay, all right. I'm gonna go with uh uh, another a class since we're on comedies, I'm gonna go with a, another classic comedy, especially for um an old Seinfeld vet. It's a story about a VP who uh <laughs> and her troubles in the White House. I think it's very relevant for this time. Seeing it, looking at what Vice President Joe Biden is doing in the media okay. right now, Bro. like I could just see his see Veep and like see what his cabinet is up to. So I'm a I'm gonna go with Veep. That's given um won so many awards, so many golden globes, like so many Emmys. Mm. It's dominated in its field for so long. I'm gonna go with Veep. Good. Okay. That's a good one, I'm not gonna lie. That was one of the ones I had trouble with. But I'm I'm gonna give you my counterpunch, all right? So for my for the FX counter to Veep, which uh Seems to be. I've only seen a few episodes. Seems to be a pretty good show, Veep, and um, it's a very strong female lead that drives the show. Somebody who's had her feet planted, you know, in the in the reins of entertainment via Seinfeld. You know, Julie, Julie, Julie how you say how you say Julia Louis Dreyfus. Julia Louis Dreyfus. Now we only know her for one thing, Seinfeld, right? And this so, two things, <laughs> few things, two all things. Seinfeld related. Um, strong woman lead, man. I'm going, I'm picking better things. FX, Pamela Adeline. It's, hey man, listen, it's hard to beat. There's no show where there's a vice president on FX. So I can't, I can't (laughs) go, I can't go punch for punch, but you know, I can sneak in a little, you know, sneak in a little counter jump, but I'm gonna go better things, man. Uh, Pamela Adeline, 
um, raising children, teenagers, and all that fly shit. That's all I know, bro. Like, <laughs> that's all that that's the only where I could, that's the only place I could go with that man strong female well, lead was my counter was my counterpoint I would say Miss America is probably like the better um comparison the better matchup for that it's what another political satire another political satire huh is that out is that out yet I think it is yeah it is yeah Oh, see, man, yo, whatever list I was reading is misleading as fuck, bro. <laughs> it wasn't even on that list, man. That I, I don't even know where I got my shit from now. Yeah. I feel <laughs> stupid. I'll take an L on that round. You ain't got to go to the people. I'll take the L on that. <laughs> I mean, the, I, I've never seen either of those shows, and so the people actually uh, side with Martin anyway. So Okay. All right. Well, I figured they come. Yeah. V, like I said, I've seen a few episodes. It's a, it's a very funny show. Um, but you know, had I picked better things first, you might not have had a good counterpunch. So you know, that's all I'm saying there. <laughs> yeah. All right, I'm all right. Go. That's three. Yeah, I'm gonna go with a, uh, another show. Um, I'm gonna keep it comedy. Uh, this show didn't really launch this guy's career, but it kind of put him in a different, a different era, different atmosphere, to where he can make other shows that are very similar to, but this is like the original classic mm-hmm. uh star and Danny McBride Eastbound and Down about mm. the legendary Kenny Powers and his return to baseball. Mm, good pick, man. Kenny Powers, good pick. Uh listen, man, I'm I gotta give myself credit, man. I kinda knew which directions you were throwing in, man. So I got counters for all of these. I there's a few that I don't have counters for, but we ain't gonna talk about that. This one I do. Um. Okay, I picked the I picked this particular counter for Eastbound and Down, uh, because it's sort of a sort of a similar context in terms of like uh someone who's had to return home after quote unquote falling from grace, you know, quirky comedy, male leading star that's mad annoying and very silly, known for his silly style of comedy. I had to take it to baskets, man, with my man, Zach Galifianakis. You know, uh, he went to train in clown school in, 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 where was it, in Italy or in France or something like that? Yeah. In Paris. <laughs> and then he came back home only to work, you know, only to work these odd jobs doing like clown, like uh, birthday parties and stuff like that. And just a really wild ass life that he lives now that he's back home with his mother, fucking Louis, Louis Anderson, plays his mother in the joint. So that's my that's my that's my counter to Eastbound and Down is baskets on that. Okay, um, I'm overruling the people. I'm gonna get us one to Treasy. I never seen either of those shows, but like Eastbound and Down is one of the most unfunny things I've ever seen in my life. So Zach Galifianakis <laughs> got to be funnier than that. <laughs> what? Yo, no, Eastbound and Down. Eastbound and Down is kind of funny. Yeah, baskets but I, is... you know, I'm not, I'm not, and I'm, I'm looking at the thumbnail for baskets and Louis Anderson and drag. Just, I'm sorry, Martin, Dog. I can't. Hilarious, <laughs> man. Louis I'm Anderson. I'm giving this one to Tracy. <laughs> yeah, boy. So what's that? Two to two. Yeah, because yeah, I mean, two, there's two, there's two. nothing like this thumbnail in your description. Like, I'm gonna watch this. I'm never gonna watch Eastbound and Down. It's like not gonna happen. So yes. Sorry, Martin. Point no, Tracy. Right. <laughs> Number five, Martin. Let's go. This popcorn getting good, boy. All right. I'm. Uh, Did that I'm feel unfair? Because your face was screaming like, "Bitch." <laughs> <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> I was just like, take that L. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna go with a show that's um 
that just drives social media every year comes out. Um, it's currently airing right now, and the star was just in a movie that came out this past weekend, um, Insecure, with the amazing and beautiful Issa Rae. Look at you, amazing and beautiful. I ain't never heard you refer to Issa Rae like that, man. You're trying to get points, man. <laughs> good, good, good show, good show. In a in a funny way, man. Um, I had a really hard time finding a counter for this. Really, and I'm looking on my. Oh, that's crazy. I'm looking on my list. Oh yeah, here it is. Okay, I had a hard time finding a counter for this, and I knew this was going to come up because Insecure is a very good show. It's a very unique show, and everything that I would have put to counter that that's the the obvious show that I would have picked to counter this. I'm saving it for another one, right? So yeah. I'm trying to cover the big joker. <laughs> yeah. I can't, but I'm trying my best. Um, so I picked a show that was a little, you know, the tone of it doesn't match, but I think the intention of it matches. I'm picking a show on FX that I feel like opens the door for a voice that we don't really get a chance to hear an honest perspective from. Um to help push that culture forward the way that I feel like Insecure does for black women. And that show is Pose on FX. Ooh, why did y'all do this to me? <laughs> you feel me? Oh, my Cause, God. Because we, we knew you was the judge, baby. Oh, my God. Y'all are horrible. Yeah, man. Pose, horrible, man. Horrible, horrible people. Now, both of those I have seen. Now, if we're going off... If we're going off relatability, I definitely relate more to the ladies in Insecure. Okay. Absolutely. Um, some of the situations they find themselves in, I don't necessarily see myself in. But, um, you know, their day-to-day demeanor is very similar to me and my friends. But Pose, on the other hand, oh, Pose just makes me feel so many feelings. Yes. <laughs> Talk so, about so it. many feelings. And... You know, low-key, I like ballroom culture, and I might, you know, I might pull up pull up some battles on the side to watch Mother Laomi, Ms. Rahi, Lady Come on Out. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> so, also Talk Danielle, Danielle Polanco uh, from from the the uh, Omarion video for Touch, a.k.a. Danielle Ninja. I faithfully <laughs> watch her <laughs> on Instagram. Nice. So, I'm sorry to do it to you, Martin. Because even yeah. though I love Insecure, Pose just does things to my spirit. Mm. Again. That's another mark for Treasy. Another right. mark for Treasy. Y'all you, are hey. horrible people. Why would you make me choose between Jesus? Hey, this is Also, America. Billy Porter. If Billy Porter was on Insecure, like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is America. Absolutely. All right. The next one, uh, it's, it's one of the early HBO shows. This is when they first got out and found out they could curse and show violence and messed up things. <laughs> um, and this is where this is kind of one one of the shows that laid the groundwork for several other shows on HBO. Had a huge African American cast, um, and I'm gonna just come out and say it: it's uh, Oz, the prison Fuck. drama. Fuck, I'm not gonna lie, man. I've got a. I've, okay, that's a really good pick. So I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna be honest, man. I missed the Oz train, man. Like that's one of the shows I have to go back to and really watch 
because I've heard yeah. nothing but great things about Oz. And, you know, see, you know, The Wire is my favorite show that's ever been on television. And it seems like a lot of the people, um, there's a lot of cast members from uh, Oz that bleed over into The Wire. Um, and they just and when people talk about it, they just talk about it. So. So, uh, I mean, there's stuff from that show you, you, you never forget. It's almost right. like a horror movie, but like just the things people do to each other when they're in captivity, like you never forget to this day. That's so. crazy, man. I'm trying so to I, think besides Kenny, who was who was on both shows? Um, Kenny, aka Bodie. I don't know. Oh yeah, Bodie. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there was a few, wasn't there? Oh, and the the mayor, he was on. He was on Quarns. He was on there too. He mm. was, so well, he ca- was he was a detective. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's two. My, I'll give it to you. Go for it. My, also, my not a black pl- cast. I don't know where you got that shit from, Martin. But go for it. Go for it. I'm ready for it, Tracy. <laughs> my my, my counterpunch. I'm not gonna lie. It's it's not that strong. But um, I think it's it's a show that's probably worth watching only because it is a sequel to one of my favorite shows that was on FX. But for the for the response to this, I'm picking Mayans MC. Oh, um, I thought you were gonna go with the shield. No. I'm, see, come on, yeah. dog. You know, yo, man, what it uh, be eyes too. But listen, I'm saving it for I'm I'm saving it. I'm covering the you know, what did yeah. Confucius say? Don't use cannon to kill mosquito. <laughs> yeah. That's, I'm, okay. I'm saving the shield. I'm saving the shield for when you put out the ace of spades, dog. So yeah. um but the Mayans MC is obviously it's the it's the sequel to or sort of the spinoff to uh Sons of Anarchy. And um I couldn't even tell you why I picked it as a as a cover for Oz, man. There there was really nothing FX's uh, portfolio that could cover Oz, so I'm pretty yeah. sure the streets say Martin won this one. They definitely do. <laughs> All right, cool. <laughs> Had I known we were using the Metacritic score, I'd have just cheated this whole shit. <laughs> nah, I mean, nah, I like the I had system. To figure out, I mean, I figured there was going to be ways that I. I mean, there are going to be times where I haven't seen things, so. I right. have seen Oz. Oz was cool. I wasn't super into it. Um, also, not one of their earliest violent shows, Martin. I keep forgetting you're younger than me. But I thought it was like <laughs> Sopranos than Oz or whatever. Nah, I'm not. I'm not gonna help you with your list. But let, I'm gonna see what you say, yeah. and then we'll talk about it later. Okay. <laughs> All right. So number six on you, Martin. All right. So on me. Um. Or number seven, I guess that would be. That's number seven, even though I, I hella numbered my paper wrong. Shout out to me. <laughs> <laughs> number seven. I'm going to go with one of uh, my favorite shows on HBO. Um, it's, it definitely doesn't get a lot of love, but it is a show that uh, features the business that I really love knowing about and I listen to a lot of podcasts about it. Um, crashing. Um created by Pete Holmes and Judd Apatow. It's about the stand-up scene, especially in New York City, and it cameos a lot of uh, comedians, and it kind of does like a love letter to them, giving them their own episodes or making you see like why these people are interesting and what their lives are really like. So I'm going to go with Crashing. Crashing is an amazing show, man. I'm I'm forever in debt for you to uh, for putting me on to Crashing, man. It's it's definitely one of those ones that made me aware of Pete Holmes and um, and uh, I'm a fan of him now, even though you know his style of comedy is not really my style of comedy. But uh, yeah. because of that, because of that show, I'm 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 forever a fan of Pete Holmes. So I appreciate you for that. And I have a very strong counter. I take that and I raise you. Okay, for the counter punch to crashing, I'm going to pick. Um, uh, 
well, the episode that came right before this one, frankly, uh, Dave on FX for pretty much the exact same reasons that you picked Crashing. Uh, it's a show, Dave is sort of similar to Pete Holmes in the way that you may have not been familiar with him before the show, but the endearing spirit of Dave would make you like him the way that I like Pete Holmes. Uh, it gives cameos to people that maybe you don't have, uh, or, you know, cameos and episodes to people that you may not have any insight to, but they're very interesting. And, uh, and he sheds light on that. And it really just sort of shows you a sort of the, a microcosm of hip hop, the same way that crashing highlights the comedy industry and all the bells and whistles on the inside. So that's my counter Dave. Yeah. I think they're, I think they're very similar shows and even that like I guess the way they portray Audie Lang and the way Dave portrays Gata is like they're very similar not not necessarily similar characters, but they're these side characters right. that have like mental illness and issues and like you could tell the people that have created the show love these people. Yeah. But at the same time they're trying to portray them as who they really are. So very much. I agree. Yeah. So I've only ever seen Phoebe Waller-Bridge's crashing because, you know, I'll be watching British shit. If your wife hasn't yeah. seen that, tell her to watch that shit. It's funny. Okay, okay um, gotcha. And I do like Dave. But what you just described to me, Martin, made me, like, you know, be interested in watching Crashing because I, I seen the star of the show and was like, nerp. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> however, I got to get us one to Treasy. Based on the Metacritic score, Dave is 1.1 points higher. Listen, the people spoke, man. You can't can't argue with the people. Um, I'd like to give my award to uh are we still gone? are we still going? I can't accept my award yet. Okay, cool. What was that number no, seven? We're we're not we're totally not done. Calm down. <laughs> so and, r- real you're quick. You're only up by one point, so <laughs> Okay, well that, that's one point more than than probably the people that's listening to have me. <laughs> and, and 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 I hope that uh, I hope that us talking about these shows, even though they're in their short nature. I really hope that some of you guys go back and, and tap into these shows because, I mean, I think so far we, we, we haven't hit a dud yet. So, All Absolutely. Right, you- um, the next show I'm going to go with is a show that uh, definitely saved Damon Lindelof's career after Ooh. The Lost and after um, Prometheus, where a lot of people didn't want to see him working on anything else. He came to HBO and created this show. Uh, which had uh, Regina King in it. And um, I would just say it's The Leftovers. It's a mm. dark drama about um, what if 2% of the world's population disappeared and the existential like dread of how people deal with that while it's also a mystery too. So mm. it's The Leftovers. Leftovers is a really good show, man. That's, that's, that's a good one. That's a good little ninja star you just threw, Martin. Um. <laughs> I'm going to take your leftovers and because I had a hard time with this one, I got to be honest, I'm going to take your leftovers and I'm going to raise you Guillermo, Guillermo del Toro's The Strain. Okay. Oh, fuck. You would pick some shit I've seen. Okay. <laughs> yeah, man. The Strain. And here's the thing. I haven't seen it, but I watched this trailer and you I- never uh, seen it? <laughs> i never seen it, but I'm telling you straight up, I'm watching this show after I saw that. That trailer slapped, bro. That trailer no, slapped. So apparently it's a it's a horror about I guess it's I mean you could probably speak to this better, Lizzie, if if you want to talk about what strain's about. 
Uh, basically, they infect you and you become a vampire and you're like a, sl- a slave to the Dark Lord. That's what happens to you. Yeah. There yeah. it is. And that, too, is very ominous, <laughs> like the leftovers. <laughs> and probably just as uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I did watch The Strain and I did watch The Leftovers. Um, I'm going to give this one to Martin. Um, The Leftovers is a way better show than The Strain. The Strain, even in production value, is just, it starts off strong and then it's just like, what is this kitty bullshit? So, sorry, but I got to get that one to Martin. So y'all try it again. (laughs) Oh, man. No, no, I, I kind of expected to lose that one. I'm not gonna lie, that leftovers is hard to cover, man. It's a very, it's a very unique show, man. It's not too, it's not. You're not gonna find too many properties that are like the leftovers. Um, okay, I'm gonna go with another show. Um, it's kind of an HBO classic. It's a, it's about a family who they have a family business, and it's about how they, how they deal with what's going on around them. Um. And it's also kind of a dark comedy in a sense. It's very smart, and I'm I'm gonna just say it is six feet under. Oh fuck! I didn't think you were gonna go there. Okay, that's not at all what I thought you were about to say. And you you doing this shit on purpose? But it's <laughs> <Yeah>. fine. <laughs> oh fuck! I all right, to back that one, so you you better come with it. <laughs> so herein lies a problem for me. This is where I'm trying to be transparent with the listeners here. I really don't have anything to cover this. The thing that I do have to cover this, I'm scared to play it now because it is definitely a deuce of spades for me later on when you pull out an ace. Okay. So uh, I'm going to have to pull from one of my weaker picks to maybe cover this one. And I don't even know where to go with this, man. I may just have to concede this con- this whole round to you because I'm very scared of giving up a good pick. Um, but okay, I tell you what, I'll use I'll, I'll use something I had in the tuck. I'm, this is a throwaway because I didn't have nowhere to go for it anyway. Uh, I'm gonna cover it with Nip Tuck, man. Nip Tuck, they don't match together. Uh. They 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 have no relevance to each other, but Nip Tuck was on the list of I couldn't figure out where to cover anything for, and I was gonna pull it out in a case like this. So I'm sacrificing my I'm, I'm sacrificing my two of diamonds, man, so you can get your little jack off. <laughs> Nip Tuck, I don't even know what the shit is about. It's about people. It's about what plastic, plastic surgery plastic surgeons for yeah. people that are like in witness protection or something like that. I don't, I've never seen that I episode of I, I, I watch very little and I don't even remember it for real. Yeah. I mean, I think it's just about plastic surgeons in Miami, maybe something like that. Yeah. It's a throwaway for the, me. The log line says, dark and twisted trials of two plastic surgeons. That's all it says. Yeah. Um, I never seen Nip Tuck like at all, but I find it interesting that Nip Tuck ran for seven years and Six Feet Under only ran for four. Oh, go ahead and put it in the ground. Six Feet Under then. <laughs> you silly I did watch Six Feet Under but I did not watch Nip Tuck so to be fair I'm gonna I'm gonna go to the people and the people say Six Feet Under okay so is Six Feet Under a good show Martin yeah it's very good I, I watched it um, Six Feet Under is very good it, it it explores some existential themes and you know relationships between people um, and death 
um, mm. so much and dealing with death and grief. So I don't remember a whole, whole, whole lot about it, but I did front to back it. So it, it, it looks like, you know, HBO has like this, um, this period early in there, you know, kind of like in that second tier of, of original content where they didn't have a good footing on their production, like how to really film the show, you know, it was like the, the technology hadn't really caught up to the run and gun style, like the fast, quick, you know, one camera set up uh, drama shows, the technology just, did, just didn't get there. So the shows don't really look, they don't really hold up when you go back and look at them, but the content is there. And I think that's where HBO really reigns is that they're always really good with their content. Um, but the production value on some of their shows kind of sucks early on. I mean, even on Sex and the City, that's true. But I'm I'm front to backing that for a third time, fourth time yeah. right now. I took a break. I'm going to go back to it. Carrie never <laughs> deserved Aiden. Hashtag Carrie's trash. <laughs> All right, Martin, let's go. Where are we at? What is it, right, number nine? This is number 10, right? Mm -hmm. This is number 10. All right. So um, I guess to end this first 10, I'm going to go with a show that... uh came out last year um kind of took everybody by storm a show that sparked a lot of debate and uh kind of just opened a lot of people's eyes especially white people so i'm just going to watch me watch me i wow. knew it was coming we playing that was we, good we playing, we playing 45 cards now okay <laughs> yeah that was good man um watchmen was definitely one of my favorite shows of last year and has become one of my favorite hbo properties um Again, man, FX doesn't really have much to cover it, but I did make a pick based upon just sheer subject matter or not even subject matter because the subject matter isn't the same, but um, the what it's derived from. So, you know, um, Watchmen is derived from a graphic novel, right? So I picked The Legion, which is a Marvel property, um, Marvel FX sort of uh, collaboration. Um, I've never seen Legion personally. It's um, a good show. It's, it's a really it's very good show. weird though. Is is it? It's it's very like like a mind fuck for real. Gotcha. It seemed like yeah. a very interesting show, and it seemed like the production value was pretty good. And yeah. I felt pretty confident that it was the only thing that I could figure out on FX's uh archive that could even come close to Watchmen. So that that's why yeah. I picked it. What do the people say, Lizzie? Um, I'm vetoing the people. The people actually say Legion. I'm oh, vetoing wow. the people. I'm I'm telling you why I'm vetoing the people, though. Okay. Mm. Okay. I'm, I'm vetoing the people because Watchmen is a perfect show. Right. A it's a it's a perfect show. Um. However, honorable mention to Legion because this Metacritic score. And the description of the show makes me want to watch it. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, it I'm looks really at good. I'm looking on it, and I'm like, ooh. <laughs> it looks really good. Jermaine Clement yeah. is here. I love him. I love Aubrey Plaza. So I'm like, ooh. I so it could be a tie. Lizzie, it could be a tie. You don't have to give it the, you don't have to give it the Watchmen. I, what I think happened is people saw the first 10 minutes of Watchmen and immediately tried to, like, drop the Metacritic score. <laughs> oh, right, right. Watchmen yeah, is what a show. Yeah, you got to stick with Watchmen to really get the the true nutritional value out of that show. 
I'm, I'm going to give that one to Watchmen. Sorry. You're going to give um, it to Watchmen? Damn it. Mm-hmm. People, if you're out there and you're listening, you want to veto, please veto <laughs> on my behalf. At they ain't watching the damn show. And it's over. <laughs> Bet. So, okay. So, that was that was the first so we're, 10 we're that Martin to, Yep. To. Our second 10. So, that means that, Treasy, this time you go first. All right. Treasy. Treasy. Listen. Oh, what's the score? Um, we at halftime, baby. Martin's I'm fresh up by off two. the last dance. He's up. Oh, he's up okay. by what? He's up by two. Oh shit! There ain't nothing. There ain't nothing for Jordan, baby. <laughs> there ain't nothing for Jordan. Cause I gotta say, Martin, if I'd have known we were doing this strategy of your first, see, I thought I was gonna be covering your bases the entire time. This actually puts me in a really good position to potentially win. All right, I gotta be honest. So, give me a second here to peruse my list so I can figure out my strategy. Peruse. Peruse. <laughs> It sounds like you're saying Peru with a V, which is really weird, but I'll allow it. Oh, no, peruse. I'm sorry. I had popcorn in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Martin, you ready, man? Yep. All right. I'm I'm, I'm going to throw out some feelers here. I'm going to throw out some feelers because I'm, I'm very interested in seeing how you cover me on some certain spots here. So for my first... For my first toss out, I'm going to go with a show that actually, um, um, it, it's, it's only, it's original, but it's only not original because HBO had something that I truly believe, uh, inspired this particular property, but the tone and the presentation of this one, who happens to be my, one of my top favorite comics of all time. The tone and the presentation of this really, really is where the sauce was made. And this show is Louie on FX. I knew that. I knew exactly where we were going. Hey. Y'all are about to fuck me again. It's fine. Now, this is interesting, (laughs) Martin, because you got options. He's got several. Yeah. Uh, I guess if if I love Louie, (laughs) I remember the first episode. We all do. First episode of Louie I saw that I, I really fell in love with the show was when uh he was at the pizza shop with a date and these teenagers were being like extra rude and he said something to him and then the teenager like punked him out and he yeah. followed him all the way home to like Staten Island and talk to his parents. <laughs> <laughs> but the girl broke but, up um, with him because he got punked. <laughs> yeah. But uh Louie is a show, I guess, with like a lot of shows. Um that deals with this thing called cringe comedy. Mm. And I guess the father of that is a man named Larry David, who created this show called Curb Your Enthusiasm. That is true. Still going strong, had a season this year and isn't stopping anytime soon. Uh, Larry David, he created Seinfeld. Yeah. Curb Your Enthusiasm is without a doubt, one of the best shows that ever hit television. But I think Louie is a very good derivative. I would actually um, I would actually tell you to go back and watch the episode with Robin Williams. That was one of my favorite episodes. Yeah, that was um, a great episode. That was a great episode. But talk to us, Lizzie, what the people say, or what do you say? Y'all are horrible people. Um, <laughs> so, Treasy, um, I do love Louie. That's a good mm-hmm. show of mine. I feel like it's the predecessor to uh, Master of None. It's a very mm-hmm. similar tone to that show. 
Um, except it's Louis C.K. Shout out to him. Um, Shout out to Louis. I wish you weren't a pervert, Louis, because I really enjoyed your work. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I also appreciate that he copped to it when they when they called him out. He was like, Me "Whatever too. they said, I did. I did it." Right. Um, <laughs> but you know, I didn't. Which think he, he has to get w- points for that. But yeah, he has to get points for that. Um, and then Curb. I love Curb. Curb has one of my favorite scenes in television history ever. Um, it's a scene where Makai Pfeiffer is Larry David's new accountant or business manager or some with such the, thing. With the bow tie. And Larry is fucking staring at his bow tie. And when he leaves the meeting, he goes outside and he sees Wanda Sykes. And he asks her, if I see a black man in a bow tie, is it safe to assume he's in the nation of Islam? Which is really racist. However, <laughs> I think the exact fucking same thing. Yeah, and so really I laughed hard as a bitch. Right. Also, Wanda Sykes' response to that is fucking perfect. She said, I'm not the spokesperson for the black race. Stop asking me all your black questions. <laughs> <laughs> Very good point. It's an amazing fucking We love Wanda Sykes. An amazing fucking bit. Yeah, it's good. Um, yeah, man. I Go do lo- I do love Louis. So, I mean, I got to take it to the people for this. And okay. by two-tenths of a point, not even a whole point, okay? Oof. So this is a fair, like, contention here, like... Oof. Gotta go with Curb. Oh, hey man, Curb is OG like, Kush, Louis man. Like Louis was like 8.5, so when it came up, I was like, yo, I don't know what the fuck Martin's about to say, 8.5, nothing we've, yeah. we've looked at so far had a score even that high. <laughs> so right. so yeah, I was like, man. yeah, Treasy about to take this one and no. uh, Martin I mean, pulled out the big joker. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but I mean, you know, I had to, I got to get him out the hand, Leezy. Gotta get, yeah, I got to get these cards true. out the hand. It's true. I believe in you, friend. Yeah. But you got next. So. But if I'm going to lose, I'm going to lose the OG Kush. So I'm okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so what, this is number, what, 12? Yeah, this is number two of round two. Of round okay. two. Gotcha. All right. So I'm pulling this one out because I know you have an answer for it, but hopefully, hopefully this will draw the card out that I want you to play so I can beat you in the other round. <laughs> you just you just you just putting it all out there. Here's my I'm putting strategy. It out there. All right. So for my number two pick, I'm going to pick um a show that I believe is an anthology series, but I'm speaking on one particular season. Um and I don't know if that's really fair to do, but I'm just I'm just gonna come out and say it. Um The American Crime Story, the OJ Simpson one. The O.J. Simpson American Crime Story. If you hadn't seen it, it's really good, man. Cuba Cuba Gooden Jr. is a horrible um, uh, O.J. Simpson. But if you can get past that, it's a really, really, really good insight into that whole thing that happened with O.J. back in like 94, 93. I forget which year it was, but. um, It was 93. That's my pick for number two, man. The. uh, People versus O.J. Simpson. And that, that is an America crime story, right? American mm-hmm. crime story? Yep. Mm-hmm. And and it is an anthology series, right? Because they did yes, like yeah. the Versace one. Yeah. Well. Those yeah, are the only two um, seasons that I know about. I never mm-hmm. really finished American Crime Story, but I know it's a good show. Mm-hmm. Um, and you Shout said out to Cuba, Darren Chris. Yeah. You said Cuba is like a terrible uh, O.J. I didn't think Horrible. so. Horrible, well, uh, man. I, I mean, Cuba Gooding Jr. is good. He's a good actor, man. But I just didn't. Yeah. I never got OJ vibes the entire time. 
Oh, okay. Well, I think Mahershala Ali is a great old man. So uh, this show I'm talking about is uh, True Detective, which Ooh. came in with um, Woody Harrelson and Matthew McConaughey and took the whole world by storm, even though it had a bad second season. And it definitely family. had a bad second season, bro. And we have to factor that in <laughs> to the Metacritic <laughs> score. But yeah, but, two, but, two great seasons. But one, can I one, say? like amazing, excellent one. That's... That's this is literally the show, I guess, for this period of time where like big Hollywood stars would come and do TV, just because they knew like the writing was there, they knew the acting was there, and the cinematography, the filmmaking had actually caught up. So right. I'm gonna go with True Detective. True Detective, man. Season one of True Detective was amazing. But if I could take this time to say and pat my own self on the back, because that's exactly the card that I was hoping that you played for that. So that way, the one that I had matched up to that is going to go scot-free. Thank you very much, Martin, the mailman. <laughs> okay. What do the people yeah. say? Um, The people say True Detective by like... A long shot? <laughs> no, not a long shot. By about like six-tenths of a point. Um, True Detective has the highest rating that I've seen of any of the shows that we've talked about so far. So oh, I wow. Can't... Yeah. I can't fake the funk. Wow. Okay. Good one, Martin. I believe in you, though, Treasy. Yeah, man. No, that was good. Listen. Point. I, I have. I. I have. I watched the Versace uh, season of American Crime Story, and I watched part of the OJ season. Um, shout out to SK Brown. Amazing. Oh, he killed it, man. SK yeah. Brown. Him. Him and um the lady who played um uh the detect or the you know the lawyer he was working with um Sarah Paulson. Yeah, Sarah Paulson, man. Them two, they burned it up. They she made played Marsha Clark, and I think yeah. he, he played Darden. Mm-hmm. He played Darden, yeah. They burned it up, man. They, they're they the reasons why that, that that season is amazing. You should really Shout go back to Courtney and Courtney Vance it. also. Oh, yeah, Courtney. Oh, no, he was a perfect, uh, um, man, why can't Johnny I remember names? Johnny Cochran, yeah, man. He was a perfect Johnny Cochran. I mean, I like David Schwimmer low-key, but (laughs) But, I mean, like, we don't really know Robert Kardashian as well, you know what I mean? Right, but it was David Schwimmer, man. (laughs) He had the look. He had the look. So, since you wasted True Detective on what I wanted you to, uh, um, I'm going to use what I had to cover True Detective. Um, For this show, it is extremely witty. It is a property that pays complete homage to um, a set of some of my favorite filmmakers. My first, my my favorite filmmaker of all time is Spike Lee, and my second film, uh, favorite directors filmmakers are the Coen Brothers. So the show that I'm picking is Fargo on FX by Noah Hawley, and um, the reason why I'm picking it is because if you are a fan of Coen Brothers films and the quirkiness and sort of the um just very ironic nature of their crimes and their setups and the things that they present on television from you know Fargo the movie to No Country for Old Men or Raising Arizona or anything like that Noah brings that packages it up for television and delivers it with so many easter eggs from Coen Brothers films that it's a it's it's just an amazing show. It's an anthology series, very much based around crimes, and um, 
it's actually the reason that I don't mind giving Bokeem, Bokeem Woodbine a chance is because he was don't in season two. Up. Don't fuck this up. Don't fuck this up. And he had, he, his role in season two was amazing to the point where it makes me forget every blemish on his record. So uh, I go with Fargo for my third pick. All right. Well, uh, I guess since we're talking um, mythology and I like how season two was about a character in season one in his early life. Um, I'm going to go with another show that features like a, a large mythology and memorable characters that like stay with you for a really long time. Um, probably would be considered one of the greatest shows of all time if it wasn't for the last season, uh, Game of Thrones. Oh, that's a whack cover, bro. You pulled out the big <laughs> you pulled out the big joker for like a fucking for a ten of diamonds, bro. That's not the big joker though. <laughs> not at HBO. She is definitely the big joker for HBO, bro. And if it's not, I can't wait to hear what you think the big joker is. I have an idea what he thinks the big joker is. Yeah, and I, I got one to cover that too. I think there's like three cards higher than higher than that for real. Damn, okay. I'm, I'm interested. So you I never Game watched either one of these shows, so I got to go with the people again. And we already know how this is going to go. I had hope for you, Game too, because Fargo got like an 8.9. So I was like, oh, maybe. Uh, he, here's no, the thing. You got it. <laughs> here's, why, here's why I have to. I, I'm, I'm putting in for to review the play here. Because Game <laughs> of Thrones is not a good cover for this. You understand what I'm I saying? Agree. Yeah. It's not a good cover. For, it's a great pick. By all means, it's a great pick, but it's not a good cover for Fargo, man. It's, it's, it's heavyweights versus welterweight. You know what I mean? So I, I I'm mean, calling for a review on the play. Okay. The so people. how much, how much am I up by? Uh, wait, I mean, let's not discuss that. Let's review the play. I, I tend to agree with you. I mean, I could just throw true blood out there. If no, you no, want no, no, like a, you want to show a kind of change, genre bro. show you that's can't about uh, that's set in one one city or one area, <laughs> um, has some memorable characters, and okay. it's kind of a dark comedy. You could throw True Blood out there. So we allowing this change? I think I think Good Fargo point. would beat True Blood pretty easily, though. I'm gonna leave it up to you, Treasy, what you want to do. <sighs> Part of me wants to be petty and say, no, because I feel like I'm going to win. I'm going to eat up Game of Thrones because he reneged. <laughs> so part of me wants to be petty and say, we will not allow it. Then it stays Game of Thrones. <sighs> Fuck. I've never seen True Blood either, so we already know we're going to the people, so. I'm, you you called the play. You right. called the. Give me you true called. blood. Give me true blood. Okay, then you win. Yes, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> that was that. That one made me sweat. I'm not gonna lie. I didn't think you would pull out Game of Thrones on that. That that actually makes me feel kind of good. Um, all right. So what was that? That was number three in the second round. Mm-hmm. So I got seven more to do. <coughs> mm-hmm. 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 
I got to say, man, I really got to say that I'm having a hard time picking which seven to pull out so that to pull out for this battle. So that actually makes me really feel good about FX because before we started this battle, I thought I was going to struggle with getting 20 of them out. And now I'm having a hard time picking which one to throw out because there are so many good shows. So kudos to you, FX. Um, okay. In an effort to go ahead and uh, throw out some more of my big cards here, some of my big covers, we're going to go with a show that to me really solidified FX as I'm not going to say it solidified him as fearless because the shield existed before this, but fearless in the way that like it will take a chance. And that show is Atlanta. Atlanta from FX to me is one of the most brilliant shows that has ever hit television. And it really, um, I think it set a tone. I think it really set a tone for what the culture can bring. And when I say the culture, I mean the culture of hip hop, that what the brilliant minds of the culture of hip hop can bring to the sphere of television cinema. All right, Martin. All right. <laughs> All right. And, that, and don't just be throwing out bullshit. Just throw it out. I kind of agree with Treasy. Like, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a good cover, baby. A good story. All right. Don't pull a Nelly to Ludacris's <laughs> groove. Like, don't do it. <laughs> okay. Um, I guess I'm going to go with, uh, yeah, because I want to save, save one for one. So I want to drop that one. And it, it's really hard to find black programming that much, I think, on HBO. Besides, like, Insecure. Um, it don't got to be black. It yeah. could be Twin Peaksy. All right. Well, I'm, I'm going to go with probably one of my favorite black characters um, in HBO. Uh, a character that, like, showed um, black self-sufficiency, Who a character who took care of his community, a character um, who never really played the side character, even though he was in a um, at a disadvantaged position in his society. Um, Chalky White from Boardwalk Ooh, Empire. Boardwalk Empire. Ooh. Okay. You still not playing fair, but I'll allow it. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't really see the cover correlation. I had another show that I feel like would have worked way better for that, but um, okay. But I'm not mad at it though, and I feel comfortable about my odds. Okay, hold on. I wasn't ready. I wasn't. I wasn't wand at the ready because you. <laughs> Shout out to Harry Potter. Um... <laughs> yeah, that's over my head. Ha! No. Yeah, to eke it out one tenth of a point here. But you've seen both of them, right? Yeah. Um, and it would have been my pick anyway, but Atlanta wins. Yes. Oh yes. <laughs> I love it when the good old fashioned biasness touches. It's not even. It's not even a biasness. Atlanta won by one tenth of a point without my opinion. Oh, the people. So, uh, oh, interesting. You eke that one out, cause. 
<laughs> Boy. Martin, I know you was counting on that. I know you counted that book. Yeah, I figured Atlanta will win. <laughs> but no, like, nah, 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 nah. I'm not going to let you shit on that. Because, like, literally Boardwalk Empire is 8.5 and Atlanta's 8.6. Yeah. No, no, no. Listen, Boardwalk Empire is one of my favorite shows. And it's, it was a it's very crazy. Good show. I, I completely forgot about it until, until I started looking at the, because, you know, HBO, that's just a testament to how much good programming HBO has, man. You could throw yeah. some really good throwaways at some of my biggest hard hitters on FX because HBO is so stacked with content. But I completely forgot that Boardwalk Empire existed because so many great shows have come out since then. And it, and that's one that they don't really talk. Nobody really talks about anymore. It just kind of it came. It really dominated while it was here, and nobody really talks about it anymore. I know what I would have put up against Atlanta, which would have been, oh, which don't is say probably it. not on your list at all. Don't say it. We'll we'll, we'll talk about that afterwards. Okay. I have the perfect one that should have went for Atlanta. <laughs> me personally. All right, cool, man. Well, uh, now that I know that's don't slid, say it. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go. I'm gonna pick this show here because i'm very interested to hear what martin has to pit up against this one this particular show i think is the show that solidified fx as completely fearless and i think it's the show that made people realize that like yo fx is like i remember people talking about this show like yo they were showing all types of shit on this show and it was cable television my nigga like this one kind of changed it the way the south park changed you know like the the you know, the television for cartoons and stuff like that. But um, for that, I have to say The Shield, man. The Not Shield. at all what I thought you were going to say, but sure. The Shield <laughs> is an amazing, I'm telling you, every season, it is, I think it's seven seasons long. Every season is fucking phenomenal. And the way that this show ends, it it'll it blows your top off, man. Like, it blows your fucking top off the way this show ends. Um, I think just the entire cumulative story of what happened in this unit of police officers in the entire story, it's amazing. It's really good. And it's very haunting, personally. That's an early Walt, Walton Goggins role, too. Yep, Walton Goggins. Uh, yeah, I love I love the show. That's a great show. Definitely um, launched Michael Chiklis into like Fantastic Four, or whatever mm-hmm. else he did after that. Uh, uh, hold on, Bef- and before you before you so before you get off of it, let's not forget Forrest Whitaker was in a whole season of this joint. Yeah, he was. <laughs> he definitely okay. a lot of people in this. <laughs> oh no, because he because he that's the ill part about it. He came in like in the fourth season, and he played like. He was the, you know, he was the character going after the main character. But that's that's how strong this show is. is how strong this show is, is that you can bring in Forrest Whitaker in a season three, season four, and he's not even top billing on the show. That's how amazing the Shield is. Sorry, go ahead, Martin. Yo, I see uh, the Black Power Ranger on this bitch. Yeah. <laughs> and sticky fingers. Go ahead. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna I'm go with the show. Uh, uh, it's it's very much uh in the same kind of uh kind of realm as far as like law enforcement and the justice system and uh i guess if the shield is about what cops do on the outside um the night of is what happens to those criminals once they get locked up on the inside but flag on the play flag on the play flag on the play no 
Okay. Go ahead. What do you what do you like? That's a mini series. It's not really a. I'm okay oh, with that. I, no, yeah. I'm okay, allowed. Okay. That. If, if Trees is okay with it, then. I love it because what I had pitted up against that definitely would have beat it. This I one, had I actually have a already typed in what I thought you were gonna pick, but you didn't pick what I thought you was gonna yeah. pick. I was ready to give you the book. Yep. <laughs> I didn't watch the shield, so the night and the night of is great. So we're just gonna go to the mattresses here. Go to the mattresses. Uh, and by man. two tenths of a point, Treasy Tre- wins again. Treasy wins again. I knew it, man. Listen, the night of was an amazing, amazing miniseries, man. It I think was it very was- good. And I yeah. mean, if the shield is two tenths of a point ahead of it, now I feel like I have to watch the watch the shield. You have to watch the shield because the night of nice, is huh? a masterpiece. Yeah, the shield is without a doubt. It is. It is a nail biter the entire time. The entire. I just spit out popcorn. <laughs> The entire time it's a nail biter. You didn't do what I thought you was going to do there, Martin. Yeah. And I you 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 almost won though. That's Man. the thing. He definitely would have won if he would have put out what I thought he was. Yeah. Yeah. He's saving it. <laughs> well shit. Now I'm interested to see what he pits up against this. Because, I got two um, I got two things in the last in this in this last few. So how many more is it? Five. Five right. more? That All was right, fifteen. Man, look, well, let's just get straight to it. Let's get straight to the obvious ones, man. Um, this show to me, um, it gave me a very new perspective on a subject that I had absolutely no idea that I would be interested in. Um, but when I dug into it and you saw the politics and sort of the um, the family brotherhood nature of this show and what they have to do behind the scenes to keep that brotherhood going and that family going and the betrayal and the debauchery that happens between them. I said, it's amazing how a whole nother sector of people that I don't have any connection to can appeal to me. And that show is sons of anarchy. Yeah. I knew that's what you were going to say. Yeah, man. Sons <laughs> of anarchy. Amazing show. Not interested. Never seen it. <laughs> really good show. I mean, I think I think Sons of Anarchy is good for a few seasons, but like it, they they definitely like couldn't kill the cat in a way that they couldn't like really switch the um switch the premise of the show around. Like they kind of just kept doing the same thing for maybe like three or four seasons. And can I add that the the thumbnail for this is bothering my tripophobia? The fuck? Why they gotta put a skull on this nigga's back? I don't like holes on people. That's fucked up. Anyway, go ahead, Martin. (laughs) My skin's crawling a little bit. Yeah, but I I guess uh, Sons of Anarchy is is basically Hamlet. It's it's very Shakespearean. um, And it's a drama. Um, Something else that feels very Shakespearean probably one of the flagship shows on HBO, a show that uh, is considered by a lot of people the greatest show of all time. I'm going with Sopranos. Oh, I knew that was coming too. Wow. Yeah. I knew that was coming. Well, that's a perfect That's a perfect matchup for it. I it think. is. That was very, that was a, Sopranos is good, but I feel like it's the same thing. I feel like they didn't land the dismount that well. I feel like season six really struggled. But Sons of Anarchy has Sons of Anarchy has some like wild stuff in it though, where it's like I don't even understand <laughs> why they are doing what they're doing. Yeah, I can. I like can they they should have killed they should have killed 
I don't, I'm not gonna ruin it for you. They should have killed a character by like season three, and they kept her around until like season six. Yeah, uh, I I agree with you there. I feel the same way about certain parts of Sopranos though too. But go ahead, yeah. though. What do the people say, Lizzie? The people definitely. I didn't watch Sons of Anarchy, but the people definitely go Soprano. with uh, the Sopranos. Yeah, that, that makes sense. I mean, that's a Sopranos is is an elite show. Rest in peace, Tony Soprano, James Gandolfini. Who was supposed to play in the night of? Yeah. Oh, I was. I John Turturro's character was supposed he, to be James Gandolfini. James Gandolfini was he supposed to be in Boardwalk Empire? Also, yeah, he was supposed he to was play Nucky? Steve Buscemi's character. He was supposed but, to be Nucky. Okay. Yeah, but 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 David Simon said I think David Simon is the one who did Boardwalk Empire, right? No, I don't Mm-mm. think so. It's uh, Scorsese and another guy. I forgot his name. Mm-hmm. Well, it's one of the guys from The Wire. I mean, it's, I don't think it's David Simon. David no, Simon no, no. is Treme. Yeah, I'm sorry, not from The Wire. One of the guys from The Sopranos, because he said, um, he said the reason why he didn't want uh, James Gandolfini to play that because he felt like it would be too reminiscent of Tony of Soprano Tony. again. Yeah. So, um, okay, all right. So that one went to Martin. Yeah. Yep. All right. How many more picks I got, Lizzie? Four. You got four more? Oof, this is going to be tough. This is really going to be tough. Um, This is really going to be tough, man. He only, I mean, Martin only got one more that I know is going to kill off, off GP. Yeah. Like, I, that, that I can think of. But you you might just be, you know, thinking beyond me right now. So uh, <laughs> it, it will. And it's. I'm just going to go ahead and get it out the way because it is going to, it's the perfect. All right, anyway. Um, this show to me is everything that I ask for in a television show. Um, it took to season three to, for me to really say that with sheer confidence, but now that season three has arrived, I think everything from here is going to be fucking hot fire with this show. And it started off good. So that's not me, you know, saying that it wasn't good, but season three, it really made its bones to me. And, um, it is one of my favorite shows on television right now. Snowfall. FX Snowfall. The story of how cocaine came to the hood. Such a good and important story. It is. Yeah, it's it's really great. Um, I, I like Snowfall a lot. Um, I but I feel at times it's a little bit unrealistic, like the this the CIA agent stuff. Like I'm sure that really happened to a certain extent, but I it feels like they're taking a lot of creative license. And I know uh, we were talking about David Simon. I'm sure he took a lot of creative license with the characters in his show, but he Fuck he you, definitely man. took a lot of it from his <laughs> um his days working in the Baltimore at right. the Baltimore. Uh, I don't know what the the paper Baltimore is called. Sun. The Sun. Yeah, yeah, the Baltimore Sun. Um, and th- this show is called The Wire, considered one of the greatest shows of all time. Again, it is the greatest show of all time, and it is yeah. the only. It is the it is the show. I had Snowfall to cover the wire knowing I was going to lose. So for it to happen in reverse only makes sense. Yeah. You don't even have to go to the people for that one, Lisa. <laughs> I'm giving it to the wire because I would not be being consistent if I didn't. The wire is absolutely the best show that ever hit television. I believe in you, Treason. This is a, but hey, but listen, you got to admit, this is a pretty close fight. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you didn't ex- you didn't expect this fight to go here. 
All right, man. Um, <laughs> what we got three left. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, ugh, I can go so many different directions. It's crazy how many directions I can go. Yo, FX is really popping, really popping. So I'm gonna throw this one out. We also did an episode on this FX show. Um, tone wise, this is a perfect show. This is a perfect show tone wise. Um, I think it was a little underdeveloped, but I think the overall nature of this show is a perspective that I haven't really seen on television, at least the presentation of it. I haven't really seen on television. Um, and it's uh, just a very it's just a very good, good binge, man, is devs, FX devs, D.E.V.S. devs. I have my suspicion about what you're going to use to cover this. And if you're going to pull it out, you better oh. pull it out now. <laughs> All right. Uh, Game of Thrones. <laughs> what? Um, no, you've already played that one. <laughs> no, I, no, no, I did it. We tra- we I traded it in for true. For tr- I know, tr- but blood. like. I bet you no, want me to choose something else. Um, yes. No, 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 no. If, that, if that's what you want to pick, Game of Thrones. That's what you want. Devs. I feel like that's a cheap shot. I I don't feel like you can compare them personally. I don't. That's not at all what I would have picked either. Um, I think I think there's a way more obvious show to pick. There's a way more obvious choice, and I yeah, obviously Westworld. But okay, well then, thank you. I wasn't gonna play that in my twenty. Well, oh, you weren't gonna say that in your twenty? Nah. Wow, interesting. I mean, I can play it. I think I'm up, so I can play it. I think I'm up, so I can play. <laughs> but I would have said Game of Thrones for real. No, why would you put Game of Thrones against devs? What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you get the point anyway. But like, come on, Martin. Yeah, I agree. Westworld is a better. That's a, a better ob- that's an obvious choice. Yeah, yeah, but Westworld isn't a better show to me, <laughs> so I wouldn't have played. So it. you didn't feel like so it's not about winning. Your integrity matters to you. <laughs> Yeah, I wouldn't have played Westworld in my top 20. Maybe after season one, if it was just one season, I would have mm-hmm. definitely, but nah. So he got the point? Mm-hmm. Is that the people or is that you? No, that's the people. What do you think? Yeah, it's not a comparison between I, I would have given Thrones. it to Westworld anyway because... Okay. The universe building is so much greater there. And I'm I'm talking about like Westworld season one compared to like a death season one. Like because of the universe building and and, and how how grand and large it is, I'm going to go with with Westworld. Fair enough. But I I did watch both of those. But, you know, if I have to justify my answer, I agree with the people. Okay. I'll get, I I can let that rock. Um, we're down to two. Yes. Why you keep asking? Like because <laughs> you I, I, can't I, count. <laughs> I legitimately because I don't I don't have it written down the same way you do, and okay. I, I legitimately keep forgetting. I'm sorry. That's all right. You know you can trust me. Go for it. All right, man. All right. If the, if the name of the game is to win, I've got to throw a curveball out here. And I know I'm something inter- you haven't played yet. I'm interested to know how this is going to land. I'm very interested to know how this see, one's going. I want to see what strategy you're going with, because like, do you know what I watch? Like, <laughs> well, I don't. But all right, 
I don't think there's anything that HBO has that can cover this show. Um, I have not seen it personally myself, but I hear nothing but amazing things about this show. Uh, it's actually an animated series. Archer. Archer on FX. Um, apparently it's about like a, I guess like a secret agent type dude. I, I don't really know the plot, man, but everybody I know that has seen Archer, they say this show is top tier funny. So uh, 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 I can't even talk. Archer is a covert black ops and espionage take. Uh, covert black ops and espionage take a backseat to zany personalities and relationships between secret agents and drones. So yeah, it's about a secret agent. Well, there it is. That's what I'm playing yep. for number nine. Uh, actually, I think all my comedies are pretty much gone. They're not. You just uh, are 12. That's all. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, I you, you got room for animated have, series, also. Yeah, so like, I would have. I shouldn't even be helping you like this. Yeah, no, nah, I doing? know. I wouldn't have played it, um, because I don't think I don't necessarily like love this show, and I think it, it has it has its moments where it's brilliant, and it has its moments where it's really doing a really great commentary on tech and the workplace, and uh, stars Kumail Nanjiani. Um, Thomas Middleditch had T.J. Miller in it, um, and the guy from Freaks and Geeks, uh, yeah. Silicon Valley. Silicon Valley. It's a Mike Judge show um, about uh, a startup in the tech world called Pod Piper, and their um, the funny things that happen to them on their journey to become like a large tech company. Yeah, that's a good pick. Never I like Silicon Valley. I like Silicon Valley, man. I, I, I do generally hear more um, response about Archer than Silicon Valley, but people that watch Silicon yeah. Valley, they do say it's very good. It's very fun. I've seen like half the first season and it was very interesting. I like the technology that sort of started yeah. the whole show. First of all, shout out to Kumail because he had a dad bot when he first started the show, but Kumail fine now. <laughs> yeah. um, he was mad awkward in that Issa movie I watched. That, like they're, they're, you said that they were good on screen. They, they were very awkward to me, but we'll talk about me. that another at another time. Not to me. You don't have to agree with me. It's fine. Mm -hmm. um, by one-tenth of a point, Archer takes it. Yes, motherfucker. <laughs> you, ju you just made it, though. Hey man, listen. We're we're not we're we're not counting just nothing. We're counting wins and losses, baby. And right now, I'm feeling like meat man. I have a I have a pick that I would have put against Archer, but for the sake of, I want to know if mine would have beat. Okay, so this last pick for me, no, I, I've got to. <laughs> I've got to say my last pick. There's so many. I've got at least five more shows I can come back to that I feel like are strong. And I'm only picking this show because, again, I'm trying to win and I do not think you have a show to cover this. I have an idea of what you can use to cover this, but I don't think you'll use it. For my last and final pick, I've never seen this before. My wife stands by this show. She said it is ridiculously funny and the humor. Is top tier. Wilford. Oh. <laughs> I'm going with Wilford, man. The 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 imaginary dog. Well, I don't even know if it's imaginary. I think it's his neighbor's dog. No, yeah. it's a real dog. It's his dog. Oh, his dog. Okay. 
And it's Wilfred, not Wilford. I said Wilfred. Oh, okay. That's how you said Wilford. Oh, it's because I'm eating popcorn. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I this, is, this is the last one. Um, yeah. So. <laughs> Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> nah, I'm not even going to do Game of Thrones. It's hard for me to mention uh, HBO without probably one of the greatest um, HBO shows ever come out I, I thought you were going to mention another show uh-huh. but you never mentioned it and I was going to use this for it but SARS Ian McShane has a massive uh, cast and it's called Deadwood went for three seasons but it's definitely one of HBO's best shows oh man and I've heard I've heard that Deadwood's really good I don't know how that pits up against Wilfred yeah but God bless you you played it you might get the round. I thought so Wilfred was kind of redundant. If you're if you're if you're gonna use Louis, and you're gonna use um, what was the other dark comedy I forgot you use? But you used like two dark comedies before that. Yeah. Yeah, but Wilfred's yeah. funny as fuck, and I've actually yeah. seen it. I'd never, I've never been interested in um Deadwood. in Deadwood. And but I heard so Deadwood as a really result good. of that, I'm it's it's futile. But I'm gonna give it to Treeby. Yes, motherfucker. <laughs> so, See. Again, the strategy was winning there. It's not. I didn't want to play it. Yeah, justified. The yeah, I would have played okay. justified against against yeah. uh, Deadwood for sure. That was my pick against it. But uh, I knew you were going to Deadwood with that, and it yeah. would have won. Um. So that was twenty. Mm-hmm, that was twenty. And Martin won by two. Oh. <laughs> Well, listen again. I said you FX. put Deadwood up against Wilfred. Like you should have said Lucky Louie, you weirdo. See, yeah, you see, said Lucky you weren't Louis. you weren't taking the cues because I I definitely watched Wilfred. Right? I never and watched. We know Lucky how Louis, I feel though. about Lucky Louie, but you just didn't do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I never watched then, it like, before. You never Lucky watched Louis? Lucky Louie? Nah, would have went good against that. But I gotta say, well, yeah. I mean, so I mean, I started off this by saying that HBO is a superior. It's my number one platform. But this was to prove that FX really is not that far behind HBO. And I really stand by that. You don't so won by so, one-tenth of a point, by the way, Martin. <laughs> yeah. You said Lucky Louie instead of Deadwood. <laughs> All of these are close, man. And I actually had some very good honorable mentions. I'm interested in seeing what you would have pitted against some of these. First of all, let's go back to when I said uh, Atlanta. I feel like you should have played Entourage against that one. Entourage, Entourage or how to make it in America. Those are the yeah, two that would, I would have put. Yeah, I was gonna play Entourage against Dave because I guess Entourage kind of created that whole. This is me and my group of friends. We're in L.A. We're meeting. We're having cameos, and we're moving through the entertainment industry. Like that's yeah. Entourage, and that's also Dave. That's what I would have played it, but you you put Dave for something else. Yeah. And I wouldn't have played Entourage against Atlanta because I know like the Metacritic score is way lower. So I feel like that's kind of neck and neck, man. Entourage mm. is an amazing show. I think the critical consensus on Entourage is that it's not good. Actually. Really? Uh, no, I mean not 8.4. not terrible, but like that's what I'm saying. she said, it's got an eight point four. It's definitely a show that people consider like problematic, problematic now. So I, I was thinking like the uh, mm. the score was gonna be pretty low. No, it's not though. It's it got an eight point four, and I mean that's only two tenths of a point behind Atlanta. So it's not like yeah, 
Yeah, you're going by um the the crowd reaction, right? Not the critic one, right? No, the Metacritic store is what I'm using. Now, here's the thing, Martin. This is why I was a strategy. If you notice, if I had seen two things and I was putting it on my opinion, and that would have been a harder decision for me, I wouldn't necessarily have gone to the Metacritic score for that one. I'd have told you how I felt. So, like, you wasn't playing it in a way that was like factoring in that if it was if it was two shows that I watched, it it could go either way. (laughs) You still won, but whatever. (laughs) I'm interested in hearing what you would have put against. so, um, uh, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm interested in hearing what you would have put against Always Sunny in Philadelphia because I was going to pull that one out. Uh, it would have probably been Curb. I would have probably tried to save Curb for that because they're both shows about nothing, really. Right. In that same Seinfeld vein or whatever. See, I, I, I had Always Sunny in Philadelphia here to cover either um, either Righteous Gemstones Actually, no, that's it. Yeah. I had it here to cover Righteous Gemstones from HBO. Yeah. That's actually one of the funniest shows I've ever watched. Like, that's the only show that's like, I remember being young and watching it on my laptop where FX used to give you all the episodes for free on their website. Yeah. And I was literally like on the floor dying of laughter or whatever. Always from funny. Danny DeVito. Like, that, that show is really funny. Yeah. Always Bro. Sunny is hilarious. So. HBO shows that are before your time, I'm assuming. You didn't pull out Tales from the Crypt. That would have been a good contender for American Horror Story. I, I probably would have given it to you because it was no, way yeah. more consistent than American Horror Story. Mm. Like you left you left some things close to your vest. What else? I had I had a Dream Horror On story. used to be a really good show. It was a sex comedy, like Who? Which one? Dream On. Dream on, okay, yeah. And Dream on is like very meta for this show because it was about a man who was raised in front of his television, and so all of his memories were related to TV shows he watched in his childhood. Nice, oh, okay. But it was about his dating life, and it would like they would cut between like scenes from like black and white TV and whatever was going on with him and his raunchy ass life. So uh, see, right. yeah, I had American Horror Story to either cover Tales from the Crypt or Room One Hundred Four. Yeah, and, Room 104 doesn't get any love over here. Shout out to the Plus Brothers. Yeah, it wasn't really, it's not really that good to me. So I personally, even though I know it's not a good fit, I had Wilford ready to cover Euphoria. Euphoria? Euphoria. Just because I, I feel like both both deal somewhat with like um mental illnesses and you know, sort of these unconventional themes of like, uh, I, I guess, existentialism in a, in, in, in a, in a certain sense. Yeah. Wilfred. Well, that's my assumption of Wilfred. I've never seen Wilfred. Wilfred that's- is would- about a guy who has a dog who he sees as a person and talks to him as a person, but it's just a dog. Right. And, and I'm the sure things there's- that the dog is telling him are like things that a dog would tell you. So, but I'm, I'm, I'm playing the, it has to be mental illness involved with that. In order for a dog to really be, you know, sort of guiding your life here. But I mean, I would have, I would have played um, Euphoria against You're the Worst because I think they're you're the worst. Okay. like You're the Worst is a comedy, but it's about these <laughs> two terrible people and and their relationships and with each other or with other people that I guess they're kind of like Larry David in the sense that they they kind of lack any type of social um, conventions where they can't 
be a hundred percent themselves. Right. Um, and I guess Euphoria is kind of about a bunch of terrible kids that you end up learning like why they are the way that they are, mm. and how they um and their relationships and how they navigate. I guess high school. Yep. So I think those two were, would have been a good matchup, but I wasn't gonna really say Euphoria because it it has only been one season. Yeah, but that one season was amazing. Um, I had I had for you're the worst. I I was saving that to cover Run. I didn't know if you were gonna play the Run card. The Run's new not Hall good. Reason. Huh? <laughs> Run's not good. Oh, uh, not good. Mm-mm. Um, and then what is the other another one that you know we said Justify would have been good up against Deadwood. Um, I had what we do in the shadows. I thought you were going to save that for true blood just because of uh, the context of vampires. Well, I like what we do in the shadows way more than, well, I don't know. I mean, true blood, the I first few seasons, yeah, the first few seasons are pretty good in true blood, but it gets kind of like repetitive and unnecessary. Um, for, let me see. How about the, are you familiar with the comedians? Uh, yeah, that would have been good for crashing. Probably. See, I feel like I feel like that would have been good for um I feel like that would have been good for vice principals. Oh, I can see why you would say that. Yeah, yeah. Um and then I had I had Mr. In Between. I was waiting for you to play Barry for Mr. In Between. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm surprised you didn't play Barry. That's that was one of your favorite shows that you used to talk about all the time. I like it. I don't know if I love it for real. Like I definitely like Barry, and it's a good show. Dope. But it seems kind of small to me, smaller than it should be for a HBO show. Yeah, I know there's you know it's there's that whole tier of uh, or I I don't know how to classify them in the in the HBO world, but where it's just kind of like these because Barry's a dark comedy, right? Yeah, and like these dark comedy with you know, these dramatic undertones to them. Um, it has a lot of room, room to grow in that tier on HBO personally. Cause I don't really see like, uh, I don't really see like, uh, you know, some, I don't, I don't see anything else in their cat in their portfolio along that realm. So, but, uh, either way, man, Martin, this was a really good idea. I'm glad that you, I'm glad that you bought this to the table, man, because I, yeah. I really had a good time re- researching these and I found a lot of gems that I know for sure I'm going to go back to and, uh, and really watch. I just want to say thank you, Lizzy, for being a referee. <laughs> You're welcome. This, this, your, this your victory speech, dog? Uh, no. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just want to thank uh, Carney Val. That's a great show that I used to love. <laughs> it only lasted a couple seasons, though. <laughs> People should watch that. Shout out to Carney Val. I felt like I was trying to be fair, though. Just, just so we're clear. Yeah, yeah. I feel like you were, and I, and I feel. I'll like see how sexy the city lost. That's the only one where I'm like, that was <laughs> like, a, that's like a iconic show. <laughs> it is, man. But I'm gonna be honest, man. I, I hadn't I, seen the other show. Had I seen the other show to say whether or not it was actually better, it probably would have won. Oh uh, yeah, and, I, and I, honestly, I wouldn't, have, I wouldn't, have, I wouldn't have guessed that like that show was higher rated than Sex in the City because I never even heard of it. Sex in the City is lame, bro. I don't know what y'all see in that show. That's on trash. It's, I mean, it's, I don't love it, but I just recognize that it's, it's people's show. Like, yeah. really is people's show. Yeah. Well, the people don't always know. 
That's what I've learned <laughs> here today. <laughs> so um, I think that's going to do it for our game here, man. HBO versus FX. And hopefully some, something in our list is inspiring you to go back and uh, watch a show that maybe went past your radar. And if so, maybe we can use you as a case study to get paid from one of these streaming services and saying that we uh, contributed to one of their monthly subscribers. So, um, uh, you know, it was great, man. I really had fun. And, and maybe we can do something like this again on, on another topic, Martin, because yeah. I, I'm trying to come for the crown. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 and I echo that. Thank you for uh, judging this, this thing here for us, Lizzie. I know that was a hard job. Anytime, anytime. Yeah, man. So we're going to call it quits here, man. Make sure you follow us on our socials, uh, Facebook and Instagram at Kind of Movie Critics and Twitter at Kind of Movie Crits. And I think maybe we should go ahead and post this list up here. What do you think? This this versus list. Maybe we should post this out there for the people. It's uh, kind I of mean, a hard I, copy. Not yet. After not yet? the episode drops, yeah. Well, obviously the episode will drop if we're talking about it, Lizzie. <laughs> My bad. Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. <laughs> Jump into this DeLorean. But uh, as always, man, we call ourselves kind of movie critics because we kind of are and we're kind of not. We're just a bunch of people who like to watch movies. This has been an On Ear Network production.